the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Honest, straightforward, and right to the point. The Rob Black Show. I still haven't been to a full-fledged concert since COVID-19 vaccination. Check marked off my list of things to do before going to big concerts. Still kind of looking forward to it. Just haven't got there yet. I have something slated for October. But with Delta creeping higher, will I cancel? NASDAQ's up 17% for the year. The SP 500 up 20% for the year. The Dow Jones Industrial Average up 15.8% for the year. It's a good year. The old digital currency that everyone knew and loved was Bitcoin up 67% for the year. The new Bitcoin or digital currency that everyone's buying now, all the cool kids, is one called Cardano up 1,478% for the year. Bitcoin is priced at 48500 Cardano is priced at $2.86. In a world where price should not matter, I think it does. New Orleans has gone dark, as Katrina did in 2005. Hurricane Ida made landfall as a hurricane category four, with 150 mile per hour sustained winds, slightly more powerful than Katrina's category three. Katrina was a hundred billion dollar property damage storm afterwards the city spent 14.6 billion on risk reduction plans to put in place in the coming days we'll find out eh, was that money well spent or not with the threat to the energy infrastructure of the gulf of mexico ida also presents a logistical challenge for the louisiana hospitals treating more than 2400 covid 19 patients statewide Without electricity, hospitals have to rely on generators, which reminds me again that hurricanes are investment opportunities. I bought my first beach house after a hurricane hit, and everyone started to sell because they don't want it to go through that. Well, there's going to be another hurricane next year that I have to bear through. Uh-uh. I once said on air at Cron to my, well, I didn't say it on air. I said it to my management. When I first moved to California, Oakland was on fire, the Oakland Hills. And I said, I could do a TV special on how I can buy 10 houses for $100,000. And I'm like, no, you can't. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to go up to the Oakland Hills and I'm going to knock on the door of the house next to it that's on fire. And if anyone answers, I'll say, I'll offer to buy your house for $10,000. <clears> Not exactly humorous or funny, but trying to show you how price gouging works. So that's out there. Some other stories of note today. I want to play with this one, but I don't want to play with it right now. So let me just tell you that I don't have a lot to say about it. It's a firm holdings. And it's become more and more of a thing of buy now and pay later. And they've made a relationship with Amazon.com. Amazon.com has got a credit card that they let you use to buy goods on Amazon. You get a 5% discount or 5% of points that you could use as money. 
it's pretty amazing. But I'm comfortable with that for me. But when you start, when I start hearing that you're buying stuff on Amazon using their credit card, I'm like, just make sure you pay off your balance. Like I have to do a little checks and balance with you. Now on Amazon, you're going to be able to buy things and pay for it in three month installments or three quarterly installments. I'm not a big fan of that. I think that's where Americans get trapped and hunted where you don't really need it, but you kind of want it. And uh, if we only bought things that we needed, we'd probably have a lot more money. Football commercials are going to be big this football season as the world gets back to a little bit more normal. All the Delta variant is causing Florida to run out of oxygen tanks. We're at the highest hospitalization rates as far as numbers go. We've hit the second highest ever. So this wave is, is a bad one for the South. And don't think it's just the South because in Marin, a school teacher took off her mask because she wanted the kids to in the rows to see her mouth and her teeth mouth words as she was reading a story to them. First two row of kids all got Delta COVID. She got COVID. She had already had been vaccinated. This is not what we think it is. And I'm surprised we're kind of loosey-goosey with it other than uh, it doesn't seem to be killing the people who have been vaccinated, but it does seem to be hurting very significantly the people who have not. And the South is proof of that with the hospitalization usage rates. Of which, yesterday I was driving, I was like, can I go get my flu shot for this year? And yes, it's time to do that again, which is just, I don't know why I wasn't thinking that way, but let's just say COVID, rock, scissors, paper with flu shots. I don't even seem to think, I'm like, I want COVID shot versus a flu shot. But football commercials are going to be big this fall as things get back to some sort of normalized era. So you're going to see the Viagra commercials. You're going to see the Himera commercials or Himera. And those commercials freak me out. The Himera ones are like, if you take this drug, you may die. You may result in a sudden seizure that kills you. You may, like, the warnings scare me. I don't even, like, I don't use Himera. I'm sure it's a lovely drug. But it's going to be all over the NFL broadcast again, as will Viagra. So be prepared to see Brett Favre throw a football through an inner tube, which is clearly an analogy for <clears throat> doing the dirty. So other things to think about here. Hurricane Ida is shutting down oil production to the tune of 95% of all oil and gas production in the Gulf. And interesting today, oil and gas prices aren't spiking higher. It's counterintuitive, maybe. Or did Wall Street see the jump in oil prices up 11% last week and natural gas prices up 13%? August is traditionally more of the hurricane season. So as we move from August to September and the heat starts to break a bit, maybe oil comes back down because the natural disaster that is a hurricane tends to fade away as the hurricane four becomes a hurricane three, gets downgraded to two or one, and then it turns into a tropical storm, which is where Ida is at this point in time. People should be able to, should be safe to go back in the waters and turn back on their oil platform sooner rather than later. Companies with the most exposure to Hurricane Ida include Chevron, ExxonMobil, Murphy Oil, Occidental Petroleum. Then you get into plays like Home Depot where roofs get ripped off 
flood destroys furniture and flooring. People decide, let's build back Home Depot and Lowe's. Literally sells the picks and shovels of the war against Mother Nature. The only thing worse than traffic in L.A. is the traffic in the waterways of L.A. 44 container ships are waiting for a berth at the twin ports of L.A. and Long Beach. That's the highest number since the pandemic began. Tell you that supply chains remain discombobulated. U.S. retailers are rushing to bring in goods from Asia ahead of the holiday shopping season. Remember, it doesn't go straight from the boat to the store. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. You can also find me with EP Wealth if you need an advisor, a certified financial planner referral, someone to sit down with and check over your finances. Check me out at Rob Black Show and hit contact me. An education first approach to managing your money. This is the Rob Black Show. A personal financial plan with custom investment advice. That's why Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. With over $12 billion in assets under management and more than 80 financial professionals at the helm, EP services were built with you in mind. How can they help you? Find out at robblackshow.com. Robblackshow.com. Rental prices have increased more than 11% in the first half of the year, putting 87 out of the largest 100 cities in the United States at pre-pandemic levels. That's not good. But some good news, homebuyers signed fever contracts in July as high prices have chilled the summer market. Bad news for me is that I'm putting a home up for sale in the next two weeks to offset the fact that I overpaid for a home. I'm hoping to have someone overpay for my old home. It's kind of how that works. One of the big stories today is Affirm. Their stock is exploding today, more than 40% on a deal with Amazon. Let's put it this way. If I made a deal with Amazon, my stock would explode, right? Anytime you partner with the big boys, it comes with certain benefits. The firm exploded more than 40%. At one point in time, it was up 50%. And it'll get the attention of the traders on Wall Street. What's going on? Amazon's trying to bring transparency, predictability, and affordability. That what a firm does is they let you buy now and pay later, which is a big financial theme that, as a financial person, I don't like. I think we get into situations where we overpay for cars because we're buying now and paying later. We overpay for homes because we're buying now, paying over 30 years. Some of these work out better than others. Firm landed to deal with Shopify to power financing options for their merchants. They've also got deals with Peloton and others. But Amazon's a big one. And it shows you that some of the alternative finance plays are attractive. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Some of the alternative financial plays, like Square, have bigger market caps than Morgan Stanley and Goldman Sachs put together. And that blows me away. Because I grew up at an age where the big financial firms were giants. They were the top 20 stocks in the, in the world. And now they're slowly but surely being pushed a little bit further away, a little bit further away. 
800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Let's talk about what's going on in the market. A record finish on Friday for the S&P 500 and NASDAQ. It looks like it's going to be preserved today as both are trading, I would say, considerably higher. Um, it's something we talk about, and I look forward to my calls on Wednesday. And on Monday, I record Market Strategy with Adam Phillips. One of the things that I do is I record that on Mondays, and it gets turned around and approved by compliance by Tuesday afternoon, and I put it up on my YouTube channel, Rob Black Show. This week, we're going to record on Wednesday because next week has a holiday day tied towards it, so we're kind of trying to stretch it over two weeks. But the NASDAQ's up almost 1% this morning. The SP 500's up one half of a percent, but there are mixed markets because the Dow and the Russell 2000 are a little bit lower, telling you that money is being a little bit uh, choosy on who are the winners and losers. Angling to get a little bit more content on what's happening today on Wall Street. A lot of the attention is being focused on the after effects of Hurricane Ida. And I was trying to write some content for the show this weekend. And when I saw the Hurricane Ida was going to hit Katrina, like numbers as far as the exact date of shutting down power in Louisiana and New Orleans proper. And I was like, when I was a kid, you know, Ida, what we would be going at school the next morning saying, hey, what's where the kids eat in school? What do the kids in New Orleans eat for lunch? And you would say, or oh, Ida, french fries and we thought we were the funniest kids in the world i'm like i wonder if i could even say that now without getting canceled it's too soon but it's not so with oil operations in the gulf being shut down to the tune of 95 percent oil prices went up 11 percent last week before hurricane orida did its damage um over the weekend. So Wall Street is a discounting mechanism. In this case, it was a one-week premium that it was given to oil. This week, it's saying, eh, wasn't as bad as it looks because those winds are eventually going to subside and people will go back to the platforms. Matt Damon will eventually make a movie out of it. That's my thought. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell on Friday left the door open to a possible tapering announcement before the end of the year. Some people think it could come as early as September. Fed Chairman Powell said he is waiting to see the August jobs report this Friday before being persuaded to jump on board with a tapering timeline, which would probably be announced September 21-22. Write those days down, September 21, September 22. That's likely when we start seeing the announcement of tapering on purchasing of debt which artificially pushes financially engineers interest rates lower. Lower interest rates mean more speculation for you and me. So the big news out this morning is the firm holdings is up 40% with a buy now, pay later with Amazon. A company called Hillrom Holdings is up 8% following a Wall Street Journal report that Baxter's in advance talks to acquire the medicine company. Moderna is down 2.4% on the news that Japan has temporarily suspended nearly 1 million Moderna vaccine shots on contamination concerns. That should not be something you're fearful of. You should be fearful of putting bleach in your arm. 
you should not be fearful that Moderna used what becomes inactive ingredients. But you should be thankful that countries have the ability to to subject companies that make pharmaceuticals to regulatory scrutiny on manufacturing standards. If you're supposed to use, say, you know, sugar at one sixteenth of a fraction, you can't be coming in at one half of a fraction. So contamination concerns, when I see them, actually give me a sigh of relief than the fear that they're going to put bleach in my arm. Stifles downgrading Brinker, restaurant play, and a company called Dave & Buster's, which has got a great ticker symbol play. To me, it sounds like kind of a downgrade on COVID. The Delta variant is pushing hospitalization utilization rates to the second highest level that we've seen in the last year and a half, particularly in the south of the United States. But there was a fantastic article that got circulated out of the Washington Post about how a school teacher in Marin, which is one city north of South uh, San Francisco, or one county north. So it's got everyone who's been vaccinated. Vaccination rates of over 90%. One teacher pulls down her mastery to her elementary school teachers. The whole front two rows got COVID. Now, this story isn't filled with a lot of death and tragedy, other than it's highly transmissible, even to those who have the vaccine. Dave and Buster's getting a downgrade kind of makes a little bit of sense for me because in my head, anecdotally speaking, I've got a concert that I need to go to in mid-October and I'm starting to get a little bit nervous about it. I fear that I'm the guy in every horror movie who dies first. I'm the guy in Mad Max who the bad guy is chained to the hood of a car and sacrifice him and slam him into his old village and make an example out. I'm that guy. So if COVID-19 is going to get anyone, it's going to get me, I feel. So I'm getting a little anxious. I'm not going to David Buster's. There's no way. Capital One got downgraded to underperform from neutral. I like Capital One as a long-term stock. So I might look at that in the next day or two to see how it fared after the downgrade. And I'll read the downgrade. Um, I can find other credit card kind of companies to invest in. But credit card companies are pretty smart. And their loan loss provision should be going down as the economy improves. The Fed won't taper unless the economy is improving, in theory. Banks should be outperformers as the Fed starts to taper and eventually raise interest rates. They'll make more money on the interest rate spread. But it's also implying that the Fed thinks the economy is doing well, and they look at you know data like the August jobs report. I'm not telling you to try to trade these guys. I'm saying there's something to understanding how all things are coming together. Home buyers signed fewer contracts in July as home prices chill the summer market. Signed contracts purchased previously owned homes fell 1.8% in July from June. Sky-high home prices have caused affordability to drop dramatically in the last several months. Median price of an existing home was up 18% in July. As it goes higher and higher, people have to be saying, don't know if I should be spending two and a half million dollars on a home that just a couple months ago was two million. Just a couple months ago. Crazy. What you can't get, what you don't buy 
in the Bay Area. And also crazy how rewarding it is if you bought two years ago or more, you've done great. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. You can always drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. Peloton is saying three federal agencies are investigating its reporting of treadmill injuries after a child died while using the machine. How's that for a happy way to go to commercial? You can find me online at Rob Black Show. All social media, Rob Black Show. Sign up, follow me. I need that kind of support. My big bosses are looking for it. All social media, Rob Black Show. Resources to help you manage your money. Visit robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. I am doing my very best to find you content every day to make you a smarter investor. Let me give you some examples. You might have heard of a website called OnlyFans. I kind of categorize it in my head as a lot of erotic material. It's always been about intimacy. I've never used it, but I think I get the concept. The content is heavily erotic, but because the interaction between creator and consumer is so direct, it becomes very intimate. So you're basically paying maybe an adult film star or maybe a sexy school teacher to trade your money for some of your kinks that you want to see performed. It's probably the best way for me to say it and not go too much further. But what's interesting about this is you're instantaneously paying someone many miles away who you've never met, whose real name is probably not the one you know them by. And the infrastructure in the small e-commerce merchant angle on it is fascinating. Um, it's not like the way corporate America or business America or small business in America has been doing business for years and years past. There's always been a, if you wanted that relationship with a crowd or with a fan and you're a musician, you had to sign with a record label. Not so much anymore, but is it disruptable? That one's tough. I'm having a tough one making that a story for you. So I've kind of avoided it. One area that I can make into a story really, really fast is Apple and Google because we all have phones and we all use them. And uh, literally, have we all not been in a, a car and seen a bicyclist on his iPhone and go, that's just stupid. Or a guy in New York City walking with his iPhone in his hand, you're like, ah, that's going to get taken away from him very quickly by a thief. One of the most interesting relationships in tech is Apple and Google. And the iOS operating system and the Android operating system. Steve Jobs once told his biographer, Walter Isaacson, that he wanted to destroy Android because it's a stolen product. They also have very different philosophies when it comes to user data. Apple preaches that it believes privacy is fundamental human right. Where Google which is essentially the world's largest advertising platform, is in the business of collecting lots and lots of data on you. Apple makes a lot of Google, though. I'm sorry, Apple makes a lot of money from Google, though. Ultimately, in sacrificing what they believe in, where everyone has a universal right to privacy. 
by going and say, hey, Google, when you open the Safari browser, do you want to do the search? Do you want to be the primary search? Because Apple knows, you know, I know, everyone knows. Americans very rarely change their settings where you can default back to Apple search or you can default back to Yahoo search or Bing. I personally love Bing. I, I think it's a better search engine than Google for the way it handles information for me. I understand that it may not get the results. I get that it's the evil company, Microsoft. I get it all. But last time I did this story, Google was paying Apple more than a billion dollars a year for to be the default search engine on Safari. And that should freak you out. You should go, again, mobile browsers, operating systems, computers, Chromebooks, like, whoa. Well, now Google's paying $15 billion. Last year it was about $10 billion. Last I could really find tangible information on was about $10 billion. So over the last 20 years, it's it's really, really started to ramp up. They say by the year 2022, it's going to be $18 billion a year. And Apple has to do nothing other than make it a default. In the last 10 years, Tim Cook has been CEO of Apple. He's made it the most viable and most profitable company ever. The company's big shift to services has played an outsized role in that growth. As the iPhone growth has slowed, people who want them have them. Last quarter... Apple reported a record for service revenues. Having Google chip in five, 10, 15 billion dollars a year doesn't hurt. Now then again, you can get into the whole iCloud photos things where you're like, what is Apple doing? You have to opt out of this if you're worried about your privacy. That your phones, your pictures on your phones in iCloud. Apple can search through them and turn you over to the FBI for child pornography if they deem a picture as child pornography. Now, can they convince me that a human being is not going to see the pictures on my phone that might be you know, intimate between me and my spouse? Can they guarantee me the, that you know, the pictures on my phone wasn't my kid playing a joke? Or do I even really want them to see like the picture I took of a, you know, a car accident because what happens if that information gets leaked to the insurance company is like uh oh rob's a crazy driver so privacy apple's starting to do some i'm not gonna say questionable i'm gonna say some less than apple from the past that we knew and you can see to me it's pretty clear that it's all about the money What's there to talk about? Defensive sectors like utilities and healthcare have been outperforming the broader S&P 500 this quarter. If you take a look at the year numbers, which I like to do on Monday in the first hour of the show, NASDAQ's up 17%, the S&P 500's up 20%, the Dow's up 15%, Bitcoin's up 67% for the year. Those are all great numbers. 10-year treasuries kind of stabilized back at about 1.31% level. But defensive sectors are doing the best. Utilities and healthcare. Right now. Altcoins like Cardano, now the third largest digital asset behind Bitcoin and Ethereum, have been on a tear. Not only do you have to follow Bitcoin and digital currencies, but you have to follow the new players on a day-by-day, week-by-week basis. New Orleans has gone dark. 
on the same exact day that it did back in 2005, August 29th. Whoa, spooky. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show, at epwealth.com. Invest in what is really important. Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. Are you concerned with financial planning, tax planning, managing your investments, or just planning your retirement? Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. With over $12 billion in assets under management and more than 80 financial professionals at the helm, EP has your financial future in mind. Learn more by visiting robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. One of the things that I like to try to teach you is how to become good with money. It's how I've done it well and how I've done it poorly. And how some of it I just stay away from. I own no cryptocurrency. I don't need to. I don't feel that you need to until you have somewhere between 100000 and a $1 million. If you're going all in with under $100,000 of investable assets, you have no diversity and you're exposing yourself to a very aggressive trade. I don't want your first doubling of your stock money. I don't want your first doubling of your investment money. It'd be a bad experience. I want you to do it right. So I will talk about Bitcoin from time to time. And I'm not trying to talk you out of it. I'm trying to tell you I did it a little differently. I'd rather build through ETFs and index funds. Get that 100000 through a 401k or a 403b or 457. And then say, okay, maybe I put... 5,000 of my 100,000 into Bitcoin. Cryptocurrencies won't be the next big short, even though they are worthless. So says a hedge fund manager who made billions betting against the U.S. housing market more than a decade ago. I'm not talking about the big, the big short guy, Burry. Carlyle Group founder David Rubenstein and John Paulson claim that cryptocurrencies are in a bubble, but he also acknowledged that he's not shorting them. Smart short sellers need to know what they can make and what they can lose on a bearish bet. I refer to cryptocurrencies at this point in time as kind of like Bitcoin, uh, kind of like um, pet rocks. Americans bought pet rocks in the 1970s were literally just rocks put in a box and sold at retail. It might have had a name printed on the box. This is Luigi. And you take Luigi home and put him at the dinner table and take photos with him. But eventually you'd throw Luigi into the garden and go, why did I ever spend seven bucks for a rock? Bitcoin has gone from less than 12000 a year ago to over 50000 a day. Bitcoin has become, and Dogecoin has become buzzwords and memes where you see people like Elon Musk help promote the stock, uh, stock, listen to me, the cryptocurrencies, 8,000 over the past year. I love the idea of it. But when you get a billionaire hedge fund manager who successfully shorted the housing market more than a decade ago, he's not foolish. He may not get it, but he's not foolish. He's not shorting them because he's fearful of, we bought pet rocks in the 1970s. We could do it again. He thinks they're worthless. 
Um, and yet you continue to see stories on the other side of the fence where people like Jack Dorsey and Square are trying to to make it decentralized. Who's going to win? In the end, to me, that feels like it has the makings of a civil war. I'm not telling you not to do it. Just don't do it too much and don't do it as your first uh, exposure. And again, if you do it somewhere between one and 5%, if you strike out, you'll say shame on me. But if you hit a home run, you'll go, I'm glad I was there. But the shame on you won't be the end of your financial career. You'll just know speculation doesn't always end well. Again, I know that you're not going to hear everything I say. You can do whatever you want. It's not going to stress me out. So COVID pandemic, we're still talking about this. And uh, the news still is pretty rough in the south of the United States. Uh, but they're starting to think of peaking like numbers. There was a school teacher in Marin who two weeks ago took her mask off to read a book to the children. And everyone in the first two rows got sick with COVID. And you're talking Marin, California, which has a very, very high vaccination rate. Above 95% in most parts of the county. What's happening? Well, the kids aren't aren't vaccinated. The younger one's under 12. And Delta seems to be getting people sick a second time. Although if you're vaccinated, you almost completely recover very quickly compared to the people who are not, who are ending up still in hospital-type scenarios. For a minority of them, they die. But the pandemic has pushed search for remote jobs up 460% since June of 2021. Ooh. Those two years, and you could say a year and a half, really, interest has tapered but remained elevated even as the economy reopens. It's unclear whether employees will meet the demand. There's jobs out there being opened up that you can go back to, a lot of people aren't. Online job searches for remote positions jumped 460% in the two years between June 2019 and June 2021. Online job searches. Do you remember like maybe three years ago we talked about an online job and we'd say, ah, that's for lazy millennials who don't want to leave home. Too lazy to go to work. And now we're like, oh, no, no, that's something totally different now, right? Looking for roles outside the traditional office setting may not be surprising given health fears associated with in-person work. But also, I think we kind of got used to setting up home offices. I think we kind of got used to, you know, not talking at the water cooler, vapid, inane conversations. The labor market is going to be the most interesting one to watch. I think 20 years from now when we look back. How many job openings were there? How many people stayed unemployed? How many people changed jobs? Lake Tahoe is under, South Lake Tahoe is under fire evacuation. And I just, I think back, I'm like, man, that's been a tough couple years for that business. Tourism wasn't exactly welcome during COVID. And now tourism isn't exactly enjoyable during wildfire seasons. And for those of you who plan weddings during wildfire seasons in California at Yosemite, <laughs> good luck to you. 
good luck pulling him off on a lovely weekend. So I'm looking at the job market in a lot of different ways. The hotel at leisure has really had some double whammies. Um, but also the traditional work restaurants, they, they have to raise prices and we become very sensitive to price rises in bars, restaurants, and hotels. I think we all have a number in our head how much we'll pay for, pay for a hamburger. I think we all have a number in our head what we think an expensive hotel room is. The most expensive dinner you've ever been to. I always tell my children when we go out to dinner as a family, uh, when the bill comes, my dad used to do something, and it's really funny. He used to look shocked every time because he had six kids. So anytime he took out a family, it was like there was probably only four of us in the house all at once. But he'd get the bill from like Red Lobster, not a good restaurant. But he would forget everyone ordered a soda. He would forget everyone ordered a salad. He would forget. And he'd look at it in his head. He had just bought dinner for him and his wife. And when the bill comes, he, he would have a, a look of terror on his face. So I make that look of terror every time I get a check, even though I'm in a better financial situation than my father. And my kids think it's the funniest thing. But every now and then it is really, truly terrifying. Anyhow, um, money investing in more. We're talking about the pandemic pushing people for more remote jobs. You can't be a masseuse remotely. You can be a therapist remotely. You can do mortgages remotely. You do some financial planning remotely, but it's a very heavy touch industry. Um, airline pirate can't do that remotely, right? So you, can, you kind of see where I'm going at with this. The thing that you have that's most valuable to you between the age of 20 and 60 is your ability to earn money. I think in your 20s, the thing that you have is, is good looks, and they'll be gone roughly right, right around 30. They start to decline. So if you're going to attract a mate, you do it in your 20s. If you're doing it on physical attractions. Um, I know you're saying you're veering off, Rob. I kind of am. Trust me, I know that. But you only have from age 20 to 60 your ability to work. And then um, I'm getting tired of getting up at 4 in the morning. I'm in my early 50s, but I'm getting tired of it. I like to hang out with my kids a little bit more, take them to school. I don't get a chance to do that because I'm doing this show for you. As you get older, you're a little bit more likely. But see, how many jobs can I get paid to talk on the radio? And the answer is not many. Um, so I'm appreciative of what I have. And before I resign, I, I'm going to realize this is my last show because I may not ever get into a show again. I could. I'm marketable. Um, still young. 55% of Americans who plan to seek new jobs in the coming year. 55% of Americans are thinking about quitting. It's called the great resignation. Looking for better opportunities. I'm not against that. But just keep in mind, what you have from age 20 to 60 is cash flow coming in. And hopefully you're doing it in a career step-by-step -step way so you have a little bit more cash flow coming in every year from raises. When you resign, sometimes you set yourself back and start over corporate ladder ring number zero when you work from home because you want to be closer to your family sometimes you lose that ability to earn more income in your latter years as senior management doesn't typically get hired while they're working from their home kitchen what's a sign it's time to find a new job 
uh, that's up to you. Just know your career is really important from age 20 to 60 and take that resignation of resigning very, very seriously. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show, all social media Rob Black Show. And I do work with EP Wealth and being a financial planner. Drop me an email at the contact us button at the site. Find us at robblackshow.com. Robblackshow.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.